Hey, welcome to the Partnered Minds podcast, where the whole goal is to elevate our dental community. As we partner our minds together, we're going to build healthier, happier, and more profitable practices. I'm your host, Dr. Brendan Smith, and this is episode number four, Ticked Off Patients. Today, we're going to talk about angry patients, and it's an important topic because I think no matter who you are, you've probably had an experience with an angry patient. When was the last time you had a patient that was was furious? You know, maybe it was over finances or the care that they were receiving um, or something that they just didn't understand. When was the last time that that happened? And do, do you feel like you handled it in the appropriate way? And, you know, the timing of this episode is, you know, kind of ironic because I just received my very first board complaint. But anyway, we'll talk a little bit more about that later on the episode. Uh, But I want to walk through today a couple things that you can do to help your patients have a better experience, you know, when they're frustrated in the dental office. And I don't think that you have to do all these things every single time, but I think that just having them on your mind can help you respond in a positive way with your patients. If you only have a few seconds to listen to today's episode, the takeaway is this, that the way that you respond is just as, if not more important than the patient's concern itself. How you respond to a situation has a huge impact on the outcome. So we'll dive right in uh, just to a few things that you can do when you have a patient that's ticked off and upset. Um, the first thing that you want to do is just to sit down. What sitting down does is it gives the patient a nonverbal cue, and it tells them that that you have all the time in the world to take care of their concern. It tells them in a nonverbal way that you are there to take care of their concern. And even though you may be extremely busy, you may have a root canal going on, um, an extraction case just about to start, some hygiene exams going on, whatever it is, it tells them that you've got the time. And this is huge. Don't stand over the patient. It's intimidating. Get down on their level. And then as you start talking to that person, I think it's really important to use their own name frequently throughout the course of the conversation. And this may this may sound like a really small thing, but there's a quote that I really like by Dale Carnegie, and he wrote How to Win Friends and Influence People. And the quote is, the sweetest thing to any person in any language is their own name. And I don't know why that is, but people just like to be uh, called by, they like to hear their own name. It's a little personal touch. So as you begin talking to this person, just address the concern right away. Don't try to skirt around it or get to a bunch of small talk. Just address what is bothering that patient. Don't waste their time. Get right down to it. If you try to, you know, butter up the patient or just chit chat with them, it's just going to tick them off. I mean, just get down to business. And it helps if you can, you know, beforehand gather as much information as possible, uh, you know, from the rest of your team members, from the assistant, from the hygienist, from the front office, whoever it is. It helps to be, you know, not so blindsided as you as you walk into the treatment room. And so as you address the concern with this patient, you just want to listen. 
Let them vent. Let them get whatever it is they're ticked off about off their chest and just shut your mouth. You know, this reminds me a lot about that YouTube video that went around. I think it was called It's Not About the Nail. It's a husband and a wife and they're sitting down talking about something and the wife has a nail right in her forehead. And she's like, I feel like there's so much pressure and it's right here. And the husband just wants to to jump in and say, yeah, let's just take out the nail. She just wants him to listen. And I think that that is true in a lot of situations. You have to just listen to your patients. It's hard not to jump right in and offer a solution first thing. As you begin talking to them, try not to think of a solution. You're just gathering information at this point. And then what else you want to do is just seek to, to understand exactly what their concern is. Because sometimes what you think their concern is, is not their real concern. So you want to ask questions. You could say something like, I want to make sure that I understand your concern. So, so you love the way that your denture looks, but you're frustrated with how much time you put into this denture and how it's still uncomfortable. Is that correct? Now, is it un- uncomfortable everywhere? Is it just one spot? Is it all the time? Get down to the bottom of things. And I think another common situation that that may come up is you have a patient that may have been to another dental office and they were at that dental office and or maybe they've been there for a really long time and they come to your office and they say, you know, my last office told me that I don't need any crowns. And now I come here and you guys are telling me that I need two crowns. Like what the heck? And so when something like that happens, just agree with the patient. It doesn't mean that you have to side with them, but it means that you validate their concern. You say, yeah, I I totally understand that. It must be frustrating to go to two different places and they're telling you two different things. And that can make it hard to trust somebody. So is it okay if we take a few pictures or review a couple pictures and explain a few things to you that may help to make it a little easier to understand? So whenever you have a chance, agree, agree, agree with your patients. One other thing that I think is really important is that no matter how much you really want to become defensive or get emotional about a certain situation, do not argue with the patient or, you know, become angry. You are just throwing gasoline on their fire at that point. And then finally, what you want to do is just to offer the solution. The solution may be, you know, one that you can offer right away because it's really simple but it helps to go through these steps so that you are responding to the concern in the appropriate manner. One other little thing that I think can help in certain situations in an office is to have some extra gift cards on hand. And I'm sure you know a lot of offices do this, but it helps for those little things that come up throughout the day. Maybe you're working on a case and it's just taking you way too long and you can't just stop in the middle of the procedure Sometimes when you're, you're running behind, it's really hard to catch up. And so you could hand a gift card to a patient and say, you know, I really appreciate your patience. I know this doesn't fix anything, but I want you to know that, that we're aware of what's going on and we appreciate you as a patient. It's just having great awareness of what's going on and patients really appreciate that. One thing that I failed to mention was when I was talking about, you know, giving them a solution, there are tons of different ways you can resolve a patient's concern. 
Of course, one of them is money. That's what people's uh, complaints are about for a lot of times. Sometimes it's just teaching the patient, validating their concerns, clarifications. And then with, with big treatment, encouraging a patient. I mean, most people do not enjoy going to the dental office. And you can do every single thing right and still have a patient that is frustrated. I brought this up earlier, but I, I recently got my first board complaint. You know, it's a normal complication that could happen to anybody. And I went through these series of steps. I, I, I did every single one with this patient and he still made a board complaint. But there's some patients that you're better off just to cut your losses. And that's okay. You don't have to feel bad or feel guilty about that. There's some doctor-patient or doctor-office relationships that are just not going to work. And so for me, when I got a board complaint, I was completely shooken up, to be honest with you. I was on vacation with my family when I kind of heard about the complaint. There's an email that the patient had sent to the office. And I was floored and I kind of stewed and I stewed about it. Ruined a few days of our vacation because I just kept worrying about it. I called my malpractice company and I talked to them about the situation. So as long as you're doing your very best to take care of your patients, you've got nothing to worry about. But my whole goal with sharing, you know, these series of steps with you is that I hope that you don't ever have to get a single board complaint your entire career. Because if you're trying to do what's right and you're going through the things that I talked about, the large majority of your patients are going to be happy, you know, at the end of the day. So just as a quick summary or recap, the things again that you can do when you have a patient that's ticked off and upset, sit down, listen to them, um, seek to understand their real concern, ask questions to clarify things, agree with them, validate their concern, and, and make sure to use their own name, use it frequently, and then do not become defensive. I hope that these uh, tips are helpful to you. And thank you so, so much for listening to today's episode. Remember that the takeaway is that the way that you respond is just as, if not more important than the concern itself. And if you're loving this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes or share it with your teeth loving friends. And we'll see you next time on the Partnered Minds podcast.